And good morning. Hey, welcome to Breakthrough Walls. I'm Ken Walls and I am your host. Um, I, I got to tell you, I, I had to dress down a little bit today because um, the air conditioning is out in my house and it's hot. So I'm not wearing a sport coat. My apologies. So, um, but with that, with that being said, I want to go ahead and, and, and tell you that um, I have a, a, a super amazing woman on the show today. She is incredible. I want to welcome Rachel Murphy to my show. Welcome. Thank you, Ken. It's such an honor and pleasure to be here. It's it's awesome to have you here. So, so you know, as as we already talked about, and I know you've seen the show. Um, you know, I, I put this show together to help people have a breakthrough in life to to get unstuck to get past the things that are holding them back. And I know you've had your share of ups and downs in life. And, um, you know, that's what this is about. It's about, you know, helping the world, giving back, so to speak. So, um, you know, let's start with where you were born and raised. Okay, well, I was born in New York, um, in Cortland, New York. I left there when I was very little. I've lived all over the United States. Uh, moved to Kansas when I was 12, and I'm a Kansas gal. I've been here most of my life, and I'm one of those weirdos because I absolutely love Kansas. You will never find a more beautiful sunset than what we have here in Kansas. <laughs> okay. Well, that's awesome. So so you were born in what part of New York? Cortland. Is that, uh, that so that's upstate? So I left when I was two, and I haven't been back, so oh. I've got no idea. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, so so um, let's talk about you know as a um, <clears throat> as a child, like what were some of the um, you know childhood influences or or um, events that that kind of made you who you are as an adult. Well, um, like many of the guests on your show, I did not have the perfect um, upbringing childhood. My mother had a very rough life and was married multiple times. I was her oldest child, so I got to go through all of those experiences with her. Um, but, you know, it's it was amazing to watch my mom become the woman that she is. And so she was a great influence because I watched her overcome very abusive relationships. I watched her overcome, um, you know, being a single mom and working, raising four kids. And so she was a beautiful influence. But I also knew that when I became an adult, uh, I went through a lot of abuses as a child. And when I was a kid, I was a victim, and I knew I wasn't going to allow myself to be that as an adult. You know, I say a lot of people who have very hard childhoods, who let that carry them into their adult life, they're a victim of this or a victim of that. Well, I'm not a victim. I'm a survivor, and, you know, that's really helped me even as an entrepreneur because I know I can accomplish anything I set my mind to. Yep, I love that. I love Thank that. Thank you. Um, 
by the way, your like your camera is so blurry, like I can't even make you out hardly. It's crazy. Um, I wonder what's going on. I don't know. I don't know because before we started, it was it was somewhat clear. Um, but it's uh, we'll 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 get through it. We'll get through it. <laughs> okay. So. Um, but anyway, the so so you went through, um, you know, all of this. Let me let me check one thing real quick here. Um, so you went through all of this. Um, here we go. I had to fix something on the on the stream. So you went through all of this um, as a child. You went through, you know, abuse. You survived the abuse. Um, you saw your mother go through some abusive relationships, um, and and you know. It, so did you? So you moved to Kansas when you were two? No, when I was twelve. Before oh, when you were that, Yeah, before that, I lived all over. One of my mom's husbands was a welder, and so we went where the work was. Oh, okay. okay. So I lived in almost every state. Oh my goodness. So, <laughs> so, wow. So you, you went, you, so you moved around a lot then. And, yeah. and at the age of 12, you ended up in Kansas. Yes. What yes. part of Kansas? I'm outside of Wichita. We moved to Wichita, but I actually live outside of Wichita. Oh, okay. Okay. So, um, so you ended up in Wichita. Funny, my, my sister, her husband was an Air Force pilot, and they were stationed in Wichita for, I think, a couple, two, three years maybe. And, and I visited them out there. I, I went out there and, and spent, spent a week with them, actually. So um, I've been, I can say I've been to Wichita, Kansas. And so, you've seen our sunsets. Yeah, I don't remember them, but I used to drink a lot. So, but, but, but the, uh, the, you know, so you, you, um, here you are, 12 years old, you ended up, so you were going to, like, you went to a bunch of different schools then as a kid. Yes, in my seventh grade year, I went to seven different schools. In one year? Mm -hmm. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Wow. <laughs> So at 12 years old, you're going into what, eighth grade maybe? Seventh or eighth? Seventh grade, yeah. Okay. Um, and that's where you stayed, though, from that point forward yeah. was in Kansas? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I moved at one point. I moved for a very short time to Missouri as an adult and went to college out there. Okay. And then I came back to Kansas. Okay. So you went to middle school, high school, all that in, in Kansas, though? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then the most ability of my school year. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. So you finally, uh, finally got rooted somewhere. So when when you um, when you graduated high school, um, did you, you? So you went to college. I did. I went to college for a year. Um, I and, didn't do it until after I had three children. And so trying to go to college with three children, small children, a little oh, wow. difficult, a little hard. I would imagine. Oh, my gosh. So what's that? Oh, I just went one year. Okay. So wait, you, so right out of high school, you started having kids? Well, pretty close. I was 20. Huh? Oh, 20. Okay. Yeah. Wow. 
Wow. So what? Well, tell me what happened though. Like right out of high school, where? What did you start working somewhere? Did you? I did. I just started working and uh, got into a pretty serious relationship and just kind of decided to stay put. And then babies came along, and yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, life happens. It does. It does. So, um, how did that go for you? You know, I I absolutely loved going to school. Um, I learned some great things, but then I also learned that I had enough passion in me. I didn't have to have that degree in order to become the success that I wanted to be. Right. You know, so it was it was great. Um, it was hard, like I said. You know, my youngest at the time was two, and then my other one was five and seven. So I was taking on a lot by going to school at that time. I was, you know, going full. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to go all the way. Yeah. So I was taking full courses, credit hours, and um, so, you know, it was good, but I was very grateful to just be able to figure out what I wanted to do and do that I could do that on my own. Yeah. So uh, at that at that point, you said you had three babies? Three babies. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Um and so you were in, I, I'm, I mean, I, you'd have to, unless it was the immaculate inception, like you, 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 you were, uh, or conception, you were, you were in a relationship or married? Yes, I was married. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, and, and so you had this whole, like, and you, and you had a job? Yes. Wow. Wow. So um, here you are in Wichita, Kansas, three babies, young, young newlywed wife, um, and a job and going to college. Well, I wasn't a newlywed. By that time, we had been married for seven years. Oh. Um, and I was actually in Missouri when we were going to college. My husband had lost his job at Boeing. Oh. And so we moved to Missouri for him to go work where we have family. Oh, I got you. I got you. So, okay. Yeah, I was I was in my late twenties. Okay. Okay. Hey, okay. So I now, and that's when. So it was your late twenties when you decided to go to college. Yes. Okay. Yes. Got you. And what was the? What were you pursuing in college? Business. Okay. Business degree. Okay. So. Um, Along the way, well, what happened next? Well, um, I got divorced, married my high school sweetheart. We've been together 18 years now. Wow. Uh, picked up a bonus daughter and uh, started my first company by myself. I just opened up a daycare. But I ran it like business. I actually had paid vacation, sick leave. Um, Kansas actually used me as a study for how to run a correct day hair home. Wow. Um, because of all of the plans that I put together and, and so I did that until my children, my youngest two started kindergarten. And the day they did, I went back into the workforce because I was done with childcare. 
Wow. Yeah. I can't, oh. I can't even imagine. Like, that, that would be a challenge. Yeah. It, it was, but it was good. I was there for my kids, so. So you owned a business, and then you went back into the workforce, meaning you got a job somewhere else working for someone I else. Was, yes, I was a business manager for Clinique. Okay. And I ran a $1.2 million makeup counter, wow. which is a lot of lipstick. Yeah. Let me tell you. And then um, I left that to become go into marketing and became a director of marketing for a company. And then three years ago in October, I decided to start my own company. Wow. And that's where Simplify My Life was born. That is awesome. So you realized along the way that, um, and most true entrepreneurs hit this this wall um, where it's like I, I I can't work for somebody else. Like, yeah. I I got to do my own thing, right? Yes, yes. And what was that? Was there a moment? Was there a defining moment for you where well, you were like, I can't, I, I can't do this sh anymore? <laughs> <laughs> you almost slipped. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's all right. It's, um, it's my show. You know, we, we can slip all day long. Okay, <laughs> I love it. Uh, you know, I, I had a grandchild coming. My oldest daughter was expecting. Okay. And um, I knew that I wanted to be able to help out with him as much possible right. and so I was sitting on the couch and I was just thinking what is it that I can do and I love to organize I love to help people clear the clutter and the walls the blockades that are in their lives yep. out of the way I've been doing that for years and years for family and friends and I was actually working in real estate and that's what I would do is I would go into homes we were getting ready to sell and I would help them clear out the clutter stage and sell their hats. And what we found is that it was selling 80% faster than our competition and for more money. And wow. so I I can do this for somebody else. I can do this for myself. And so I was sitting on the couch and I thought, what if I become a professional organizer? And, you know, that's when all those doubting thoughts come into your head. There's no such thing. What are you thinking? And I heard a voice as clear as day say, just do it. Yeah. So I did. And I absolutely love it. I, on a daily basis, get to help people make breakthroughs. Wow. And it, it's, it's life changing. So, so tell me what that what what's what's that entail? What's that mean? You like you go into their home or their business and help them? Absolutely. I've worked with people who simply want to organize and declutter a closet or a pantry, all the way to hoarders. Oh wow! Yes. Hoarders? You work with hoarders? I do. Oh my do. Lord, have mercy. And wow. it is amazing to watch the growth that yeah. they have and to watch things change. Like, I tease that I get to be a doctor without having to go to school yeah. because I get to change lives. I get to literally save lives and, and help families 
move from clutter and chaos and disorganization and frustration to systems and happiness and joy. And, you know, I watch people lose weight, get in relationships, leave bad jobs, leave bad relationships, start their own businesses. And I got to be the starting point for all of that. Wow. That, it's amazing. It's a blessing. Yeah, that's 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 incredible. So, um, what does I mean? What so? Let's say that um, I, you <clears> know. I, I, oddly enough, my my grandmother, God rest her soul, um, she was a hoarder. I mean, like she would go to Sam's Club, and and she would buy like. In like I don't know cases of candy bars, and she didn't even need them. Like she didn't even eat them. They weren't like, or she would buy you know all these different things. And and I, I loved her to death. She's a, an amazing woman. But like you'd walk in her house, and you'd have to, and it was a huge old Victorian home, and you'd have to, you'd have to go find, you'd have to like follow the path. There was literally paths, and exactly. and so I've I've seen that. What. What is the, you know, and, and again, there, I don't know how many hoarders watch my show, but, but like, you know, what is, what is, what causes that, do you think? Well, usually there's trauma or there's loss or there's fear that there's not enough. Ah. Um, you know, we might run out, I might need it, something might happen. Um, you know, a lot of people have had loss fires, lost job, um, all of that. But, you know, the thing that people don't seem to understand is that clutter takes more than just our space. It takes our time and our energy, our dreams, our hobbies. It costs us our relationships. And clutter isn't just physical stuff. It can also be very much emotional stuff. And so with hoarders, you have the two that combine to create that situation right right that makes sense that makes a lot of sense so um what do you do to i mean because okay let's say that you go in and you help a a a hoarder clear the clutter there's a book called clear the clutter i I remember remember (laughs) there is there's a book called clear clear your clutter or something like that i remember seeing i believe it Right, right. But you know, like you go in and you you help help somebody, you know, organize, clear the clutter, um, you know, get 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 their stuff on track. What what do you do to? I mean, what what's going to prevent them from going back to it? Like, what if they? <laughs> Get all this great question. Get all this organization all of a sudden in their lives, and and then, boom! All of a sudden, they're like, "Hey, I, I just saw you know, I just spent twenty grand at Sam's Club today buying more candy bars, you know." So, yeah, like, how how do you prevent them from from? Yeah. Well, that's a great that's a great question, and the first thing is like with your grandma. They have to be ready. And, you know, a lot of family members with people who have hoarder situations, they want to come in and just clean everything up. And so they'll just start grabbing stuff and 
throwing it away. And for a true order, that shuts them down. Ah. Now you're fighting that situation. And so I really take my time to go in there and talk with them and figure out what the roadblocks are so that we can have that breakthrough. So, but it's, so, that, so it's, it's, it's mental. I mean, right. Oh, it's so much mental. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure. Yes. This is, people tease me. They're like, you're not just a professional organizer. You're a therapist. And I'm like, right. honestly, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you would have, <laughs> you'd have to be. You would have to and be. And so, you know, people who will just go into a hoarder's home and clear things out and not do it the right way, that situation's going to come back. Yeah. Because this person feels betrayed. They feel a loss. And the bad thing is they're going to bring back more fast because they're going to hide stuff now in case you find the first one. And then they're going to hide another one in case you find the second one. Wow. And so the situation just keeps growing and growing and growing. Right. If you can help them have that breakthrough, yeah. if you can help them grow and clearly see the vision that they want for their lives, not that you want, but what they want, and help them start to see that, yeah. amazing, amazing things happen. That is, that is so awesome. That it's is incredible. Awesome. It's a huge blessing to get to do what I do. Well, so so you you um, you go in and and does it work every time? Uh, in three years, I've had one client who I kind of knew she wasn't ready, but she kept telling me she was. Yeah. So I've lost one client because my rules, hoarders, is. I can't do it all at once. It's too physical. It's too emotional for both of us. Yeah. And so I go back, but I don't come back if you can't maintain what we already did. Uh, and I'm really strict with my rules. Yeah. That's awesome. So Thank what, you know, in, in your experience, and, and I know, you know, um, you've, you've owned a business for three years. So, you know, I mean... I think as you go, and I don't know how many clients you've had in those three years. Sounds like you're doing pretty well with it. Um, but in 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 three in so far in your life, and you said something about a grandchild. How in the world yeah. are you even close enough to being? You're not old enough to have a grandchild. My you are Lord. so kind. I'm almost fifty. Thank you. Shut <laughs> up. No, you're not. Yes, sir. Oh my gosh! Wow, I am fifty. I just turned fifty, so <laughs> you look good too, Ken. So you're doing good too. Well, thank you. So, so uh, along your journey so far, and and I'm not saying this makes you, you know, I, I, you know, none of us are really experts, but in your opinion, what what is it that you think? holds people back in life from, from achieving, you know, number one, happiness or, you know, tremendous success? Fear. Fear. I mean, you know, those, that attitude of there's not enough, um, lack of gratitude for what you have and where you're at, because lack of gratitude makes us feel like there's just not enough. There's not enough to go around. 
there's not enough success, there's not enough happiness. Um, you know, I think childhood traumas follow us. Um, you know, sad statistic is that for children who are raised in a hoarder situation, they're usually either going to become worse than their parents if there isn't anybody there to help break that cycle. Are you be maybe it's a statistic? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, it's horrible. It's heartbreaking. It really is. That's why I feel so privileged to help the families that I have. And in my three years, I've helped about 100 homes, businesses, or families. Wow. So I've had a very successful business. Wow. Very successful business. That's awesome. And you started this with no, you just started this with no, no, just, I'm just going to help people. I started, I put my first ad out on Facebook, um, just kind of jumped past the fear and said, What's the worst that can happen? Right. 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 Nobody responds. And within a couple of days, I had my first client. And now 95% of my business comes from personal referrals or people finding me. Wow. That is awesome. It's amazing. (laughs) That's awesome. So, so you have, um, you've built this, this business with, with a hundred or more clients. Um, and, and so what, I mean, what kinds of like, maybe it's not, maybe it's not a hoarding situation. Maybe it's just a paperwork situation. Right. Right. How do you help? I mean, you know, can you go into a law practice and, and help them? Sure. Absolutely. I mean, the first thing that I do in any situation, hoarder, closet, pantry, business, church, whatever is. I get a clear vision of what they want because a lot of people, and I think where a lot of fear comes in, no matter what we do, is when somebody comes in and they demand that we do it their way. And we no longer have skin in the game. It's not our vision, it's their vision. You know, vision. It's how they think it should be done. And so I really take my time with my clients. When we first meet, we usually spend an hour to two hours together just talking. And I interview them. They go through an interview process to work with me. Wow. And I decide if they're ready or not um, by the way that they answer. And I ask a lot of the same questions that you do on your show childhood questions. I need to know about traumas. I need to, you know, did they grow up in an organized or disorganized home? Right. Because a lot of people who are disorganized as adults had very strict, organized parents. And so it's their way to rebel in their own space, but it gets out of hand because all of a sudden it takes over and now it's Stressful, frustrating. They don't know where to start. Don't and don't. So, it, it, isn't it interesting though that that so many people, and I believe the majority of people are are, especially if you grew up in a strict home, are still way into adulthood, uh, rebelling against yes. childhood. Yes, and it's really interesting because. I will bring that up a lot of times because when they're telling me their story, they're telling me how strict their parents were. Yeah. You know, and I'll say, so do you feel at all like 
maybe you're rebelling against that. They're like, yeah, I am. Like, it's like an aha moment for them. Like, that's exactly the reason why I'm doing this. Yeah. And then they'll say, you know, but it's out of hand. It's it's more than what I want. Right. And right. so we will figure out how to still give them that freedom by creating systems that work for them. And that's what I do is together we work as a team and I help them create systems that are going to fit their lives, not mine. And how, how does that work though? How do you, um, I mean, does it, is it like a, a, a one time visit or is it like a two, three month process a year? How, how's it work? It, it truly depends on the clients. Most of my clients, because I don't do a lot of hoarders, just I, mentally, I could not do it. It right. takes a lot out of me as well. Yeah. Um, not to mention the physical. Like I worked with one, and I spent 160 hours with her. Wow. Did you help? Yeah. Her? She, yeah. Oh yeah. I worked with 160 hours. <laughs> wow. And she's got an almost. 5,000 square foot home that was just covered. Oh, good so, God. Wow. Yeah, it, it happens, and it doesn't matter what your social status is. I've been in million-dollar homes, and I've been in $30,000 homes. Yeah. You know, or what your job is. I've been in a doctor's home. I've been in a lawyer's home. I've, you know, been with housewives, nurses. It, it doesn't matter. Right. And the Really important thing to remember is we should never judge somebody else's situation. Right. We don't know what God's up for. That's right. I agree. And so I like judge right there at the door. You know. Yeah. I'm there to help with whatever, depending on how much time. But like my smaller clients, I like to get in there and get it done. But like I'm curious because <clears throat> you know I was you know. Um, in, in a few days on, on August the 10th, I celebrate 16 years of, of sobriety and, and I don't, I don't say that it's a gift. It's a blessing. I'm not saying that to brag. I'm just saying like, I, 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 there was many, many years before that, that like, if you said I had a problem with drinking or alcohol, and you were in my life in any way, you were gone, man. I, I got rid of you. Like, you don't tell me I have a problem. So, like, you know, which is denial, right? It's not a river. Right. Denial is not a river in Egypt. My, 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 my question for you, Rachel, is, is how, I mean, I can't imagine if I was, if I were a hoarder, which looking at all my books and stuff, you might think I am, but I'm not. So, but like, you know, if I were a hoarder or I was somebody that was, you know, at the, I don't know. I mean, what is, what is the genesis of, of reaching out to you? What, what's the starting point? Why do people, I, I can't imagine calling you and saying, my life's a disorganized, disheveled mess. I need your help. I can't imagine doing that. But you wouldn't believe how many people are. And the reason can wow. is because they just can't breathe anymore. They can't live that way anymore. The frustration, the the fights, I'll get involved all the time where it's like, I've got to do something or we're getting divorced. Uh, you know, our family is going to break up yeah. if we don't do something. Um, you know, 
it's it's a lot of when I get the call, there's usually a lot of tears involved. Wow. And I try to let my clients know that number one, I'm proud of them because it's not easy to ask for help. Right. But like with you and your sobriety, when you were ready, right? When you were ready, that's right. You were ready. Yep. And so finally, you would listen to the advice, take the steps. Yep. You knew you wanted something different. Right. Right. You're and right. You did it. And even though it's been hard, I'm sure at times. Yeah. You've had continued success. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. that. That's the heart of it, is you have to be ready for the change because it is a lifestyle change. But I also don't come into your home, your work, your space, and tell you how things are going to be. Right, right. Because that's not my job. My job is to help you see the life that you want and to help make that happen. Yeah, I I get it. I get it. Wow. So... um, Wow, that's incredible. Now, is this always like um, you visit the place or do you do any of this virtually? Um, I did one garage for a trucker that was a two-car garage and she couldn't get even one small car in there. And I did that through text and the phone while she was traveling. Wow. Which that was a job. <laughs> But but I'm, I mean you know so so again you know and and I'm I'm a huge um, advocate of of Grant Cardone and and, oh, and and expanding and growth and all of that um, make you know giving you more room to hoard if you need it <laughs> I'm just kidding um, but no I mean if <laughs> I'm kidding so so. I, if if I'm talking though, like like okay, there are what two billion people on Facebook, and and if if you you know, it, I guess how is there not a way that you could do this virtually also, oh, like absolutely. on on absolutely. Zoom Zoom meetings or whatever, and help oh, people? Absolutely, yeah. Um, my business isn't just being a professional organizer and going into homes. Okay. I've actually got my first keynote. I'll be a keynote speaker at a conference in April. I go do seminars. Um, I've been done a webinar for 200 professional organizers on how to work with the really big jobs. So I did wow. training for that. Um, I'm actually being licensed this very month in the state of Kansas, and I'm going to present to insurance agents and claim adjusters for their continuing education on understanding hoarders and how to work with those claims. Um, I'm going to be on TV here locally Wednesday for a back-to-school segment. So I'm growing. My business is definitely growing that is so so awesome good for you thank you thank you and the neat thing is they've all contacted me so yes that's awesome and i i you know on my this will be on my tv channel on binge networks which has about 
five million viewers and I and, know. and I was told that I have the number one show on the network, so um, wow. yeah, we'll get well, a lot of views here on on binge, but um and also Facebook. We don't have a lot of people on right now, but that that happens. It's it's a it's an odd time of day for most people. So Right. Um right. but the replay viewers will definitely see this. So so you know, with with the um I think it's incredible, number one. Um, you know, we have we have similar um childhoods. Um I think it's incredible that you are doing what you do. Um, I think it's it's amazing. What and I'm just curious, what do you charge by the hour? Uh, you don't tell. No, I do. I charge well, forty five dollars hey, an hour. You what? Forty five dollars an hour. That's it. That's it. Oh my gosh, you know, that's crazy. I could charge a lot more. Um, most people in our area charge closer to sixty five, seventy five. Where you're at, they charge a hundred to a hundred and twenty five. Yeah. But I do this because I love it. Yeah. Like. Yeah. My husband has a great job. Um, we've been very financially responsible. We got into crypto, so that has been a huge blessing. So financially, we're pretty good. Good. And so I do this because. I want to help as many families as I can live the life that they deserve. That is, that's awesome. That's awesome. So, so, um, hey, I could have been like Grant Cardone. He asks everybody, so what's your net worth? <laughs> so, Ooh, that's ouchy. <laughs> yeah, he asks everybody. But, but, um, you know, the, um, I have an answer for that though. My net worth is, is undecided. It's still growing. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> so, so, um, as you, as you continue to do this, I mean, I, I think it's, I think it's amazing. Actually, um, there's a lady on here that made a comment. Her name's, I think it's, yeah, Willa Cooper says, oh, Rachel yes. is amazing. I've seen her work. So. Oh, thank you, Willa. Thank you so much. That's awesome. So, and Renee Envy says, it's so important. Jim Rohn says, if you go home and clean up a mess, you can make way for a big change in your life. Absolutely. Right. And that's not just physical. That is up here as well. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I agree. I, I write a little bit about that in my book, as a matter of fact. So, so, um, so if somebody came to you and they said my life is a mess my house is a disaster my electric's getting shut off tomorrow i'm getting evicted or foreclosed on i can't figure anything out i don't know what way to turn i, I i'm just i'm completely and totally stuck and i don't know what to do what's the first thing you're going to say to that person to go what what is getting in the way that all these things are happening like I, I need to know what's truly going on in here and in here before we get to the stuff the stuff is just a product however 
if they're getting evicted and all of that's going on, I mean, you've got to get them someplace safe again, you know. So there's a lot of different things going on with that scenario. But it's still finding out why are they stuck? Why are they living that way? Because when you figure that out and then you see a clear vision of where they want to go, you can take the steps to start to help them get there. Right, right. I, I I love it, love that. Thank you. So so what's what's next for you? What's coming up for you besides the let's see a local TV appearance this week? You're keynoting a, a, a conference. Like you, you got a lot of great things happening. What's next on the Thank big you. goal list for you? Starting a podcast. Oh, nice. So I can reach more people and answer their questions. Because, you know, Ken, the really nice thing is for a lot of people, they don't need me for very long. Right. They just need to get past that overwhelm. Yeah. And, you know, it is nice to make money, obviously. That's why we work, right? Yeah. But if I can help them take those steps to where they can start to do a lot of it themselves, and I feel like with a podcast, if they can ask me questions, maybe I can give them that push. Yeah. And then they can start to do that for themselves, which helps more people. Sure. And it's all about helping people. That's why we're here. At least I feel that way. I don't know why any other reason to, like, I've 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 contemplated this, meditated on it for 15 years, and I've I've I truly believe that the the reason we are here is to help our fellow man, or absolutely or, or woman, and, and woman. <laughs> yeah, I, I really do. I mean, you know, we we all have these egos that um, are you know very uh, some some are more self centered than others, but um, it, at the end of the day, it's it's all about helping other people. It is. It's all about the families. It's all about, you know, raising our kids where they understand their value. You and I probably struggled with that a lot when we were kids. Yeah. I mean, I often felt pushed on the back burner, and you know. Yeah. And if my mom had been raised differently, then I might have been raised differently. But I can stop that. Yep. And I raised my kids differently, and my grandson's being raised differently. And yeah. if I can, in my own small way, reach out and help strangers that become friends to to be able to do any of that, it's a good day. It's a win. I you completely know? agree. Completely agree. So how how would everybody on here um, follow you if they wanted to follow you? Is there a place that they can find all your social media? Absolutely. It's Simplify My Life, I-C-T. Say it again. You broke up there a little bit. Simplify My Life, I-C-T. 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 Okay. Dot com? Dot com is my website. Uh, Facebook, Simplify My Life. Instagram, Simplify My Life. Awesome. And, uh, yeah, they can follow me. I'm, I'm very active on my social. What if somebody has a, a, a question they'd like, like to ask you about a situation that they think maybe you can help them? I mean, do you immediately charge them or do you, will you help oh, them no. out? 
No, no, absolutely not. If you have questions and, you know, I can help. You can eye me, you can comment on a post, ask me questions, and I can help you, and it costs you nothing, that's still a win. Yeah. It's still it's still changing a life. It's still a huge blessing. Yeah. I believe everything we do, it just keeps going forward, you know? Yeah. So, no, absolutely, Kenneth, if they have questions, I, I'm not in it for the money. I like getting paid when yeah. I work hard, yeah. but it isn't about the money for me. Right, right. That's awesome. That is awesome. Well, is there anything else that you would like to share with, with my audience before we wrap this up? That, that uh, Again, remember that you know this is all about helping people get unstuck. Right. The one thing that I would like to share, especially with parents, is make sure Sure, your kids have skin in the game. So much anymore, I see a mom in a home doing everything, even for her teenage children. And we are moms for such a short period of time, and we're there to teach our kids how to have some responsibilities. The world is not going to just treat them the same way that you are. So if they have skin in the game, it helps them have more gratitude. It helps them appreciate things more. It also makes it easier on you. I love, love, love that answer. Love it. I, I my wife and Thank I have you. had this conversation about our our eight year old. I'm like, you gotta, you gotta teach her how to run the vacuum cleaner. Like she's eight. my grandson does. Right. And he's he's gonna be three. Wow, that's and awesome. And she's cleaned his room since she was 18 months old. Wow. See, that's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I totally agree with it. And I think that, again, you know, we we have to um, – I think it was um, – I'm not sure who it was. Shakespeare or one of those um, really smart people – said um, the greatest disservice that we do to our children is steal away their hunger. And, Absolutely. And, oh, my gosh, yes. Yeah. Yes. I, 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 you know, I had a very rough upbringing in a lot of ways, um, but I'm also very, very grateful that, um, you know, I, I, I remember I, I, I moved out at, at, I don't know, I think I was almost 17 or something, and, and I, I went back. I went back to my mom at one point and I said, I need help. I'm starving. I haven't eaten in a couple of days. The truth was I was spending everything I had on, on booze, but, um, you know, and she, she looked at me and she said, I love you, but you need to go figure it out on your own. I'm not helping you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I moved so, out when I was 17 too. Yeah. 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 And, and, you got and, my it was, you know, it was probably the best thing she could have ever done for me because I had to go figure it out on my own. Yeah. I had to figure it out. I had to get a job. I had to had to make money. I had to figure out how to survive. And and I think that you're a thousand percent spot on. Our children need to clean their own damn rooms. They need to <laughs> they need to do the dishes. They need to vacuum. They need to help. 
Right. They need. It'll help them appreciate yes. what they have. We need to teach our children gratitude for exactly where they're at and what they have. And it doesn't mean that they can't have or they don't deserve more when they've earned it. But just handing it to them just creates clutter. Yeah. It truly does. Well, you've got some of your fans on here, Willa and Jerry Cook, Carol. Um, like they're 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 saying some really nice things about you. So, um, oh, awesome! Well, listen, I'm very very grateful that you took the time to um, to hop on here with me today and share share a little bit of give everybody a peek peek into your life and um, you know I know that you can help so many people so many people. So you know everybody that. Um, if you're if you if you walk through your house right after this live stream and look around, if there is clutter and it's been there for more than a day, um, reach out to Rachel. I think she can help. You. <laughs> well, I've got a, a quick challenge for everybody for one week, just one week. Everybody in the family gets rid of five things every day. Now, here's the rule. Only you get to decide what's close to you. Nobody else gets to decide that. At the end of the week, a family of four would get rid of a hundred things out of their home. Wow. Right? Wow. That's intense. I don't know. It's so easy. I don't know that we could do that. (laughs) You can do it. No, we just need a bigger house. (laughs) I'm just kidding. That's what everyone said. You have a big house. Yeah. Well, listen, I I genuinely appreciate you. You're an amazing. I I watch you. I've seen you online so many times, and you just seem like such a sweet and genuinely good person. And 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 that's thank that's you, what sir. I love about you. So um, thank, thank you. you so much for taking the time to come on the show and share with everyone. Make sure that you're following Rachel. Go follow her. She's tagged in this post. Make sure that you're following her and and on Facebook or Instagram or wherever. And um, Rachel, thank you so much. Thank you, Ken. It was a true pleasure. It, I wish you tons and tons of continued success. Thank you. I, I genuinely appreciate that. To everybody on Facebook who shared this out and liked it or loved it, we got a few laughing cry faces even, so that's good. I consider that a win. So so thank you so much, and we will see you guys tomorrow. Have an awesome day. Thank you, Rachel.